0: Real Talk episode 156. I'm Todd. This is AJ, and we're back.
1: How are you guys doing?
0: Literally threw that in right as we went on and said, This would be a good intro. And I said, Nobody (laughs) wants to hear you chew, and he didn't care.
1: So,
0: what is Real Talk? Typically, you guys already skip past this part, but in case you're some new person that really cares about what we have to say, this is what we do. We talk about life, God, the Bible, and everything in between. We're just a bunch of guys up to no good trying to start trouble in your neighborhood.
1: Coming to nice. you, neighborhood near you. That's Fresh Prince. Anyway, we're actually Fresh, uh, just
0: some guys that love Jesus, and um, we believe in, you know, having real talk. So that's it. Somewhere in the description of this video and our podcast, you'll find a link at slash real dash talk. The real, and that is R-E-A-L. Click it. Go all the way down to submit a question. Hit that button. It's going to pull up a form-fillable box, and then that's you typing your question, comment, concern, pasting your article. It goes into our database completely anonymously. Could not find you if you try, if we tried, because we have. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and uh, yeah, then we will answer those questions. So, Boom. kind of a partnership between us and all of you beautiful people out there. That's right. So, still trying to get used to this mic. AJ, and Clint brought up a good point. I'm OCD. And then AJ I made a you. terrible mistake. Yeah, you moved it. You touched I it. I did. So.
1: I touched it. I moved it a little bit. Like, you know what? Maybe he'll like maybe he'll like it a little, you know, maybe over this way. And no.
0: <laughs> hey, it's okay. So that's it, man. That's the that's the uh that's the gist of it. Yes, sir. Typically we talk about our lives a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think you know, people get
1: bored of that. We'll try it. Do you guys get bored of our lives? Yeah, they're not gonna answer. You us. like to listen to our lives? I don't even like to listen to our lives. <laughs> So,
2: how's
0: your life? <laughs> <laughs> well, now I feel like I don't want to share anymore. No, man, I said hours.
1: Mm. <laughs> um, let's see, man. I'm doing okay. Um, I had a lot of like, just a l- I've been deeper in thought lately, and it's cool because. You guys, I mean, you guys have challenged me for a long time in this, and I and I've kind of went in spurts, and I've had times where I'm doing good at it, and then I'm where I just kind of go off the deep end. But I've been on I've been on social media less, like I've been on my phone like less overall, and it's helped me with conversations again. So like, yeah, I've been more in, in whatever it's called involved. And, like, I just feel like I'm a lot more engaged now in conversation, which is cool. And, like, I, I can actually, like, feel my mind is starting to get back to, like, hey, like, I'm actually thinking about what they're saying. And, like, I'm, I am I I am, am adding on to the conversation. I'm not just, like, a, a wall, you know. I'm not a wall that they're just, like, throwing stuff at, you know. So that's really nice. Um, and I think it's really opened my eyes even to just deeper thinking as far as, like, life and, you know, my friends' lives and, like, what they're going through, what I'm going through, you know, and it's just cool, man. Um, So that's encouraging. Um, And in that deeper thinking, you know, I've just been thinking a lot about, like, what, why I do the things that I do, even though if I know, whether maybe I know it's not the right thing to do. Or or the opposite, which is I know the right thing to do and I don't do it. And, you know, it just reminds me of Paul, man and um i don't know it's something that maybe we have to wrestle with for entire lives you know until we get to go ask god directly like man like what why why could i not do these things even though i really did want to you know i don't know and it's made me think about sin a lot like as far as like what it really is i think sometimes i haven't really thought about what sin really is like like you, you put it so well, like, how it's, like it, like, it is infected. Like, we are infected with it. And, like, we try so hard to f- fill our lives with, like, f- we try to fill the gaps of our lives with things that we think are going to help that, and it doesn't. It just, it, it's empty still. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, man. That's kind of been on my mind, too, of, like, huh, why is it that we continuously just try to fill these gaps when we know the truth we know what to do you know instead of filling the gap with say social media like for me why don't you read or why don't you pray you know and so it's just that that kind of stuff and I think a lot of the time man it's because we don't want to deal with the junk that is 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 in our lives you know mentally physically any of it (laughs) so that's something I've been thinking about and I've just been thinking about God's creation like all of us this world man and like it's interesting that I could look at something right, so like i I think I texted you yesterday and I, I use like the ocean as an example, you know, like I could look at the ocean like that is so beautiful, and I can see god, I can see God in the ocean, and how like you know how it it works like it works perfectly, mm-hmm. you know, and like it's just what a crazy design, but then other people could be like, I am terrified of the ocean because someone drowned that I loved, you know, and it's just like, huh. It's interesting how God's creation can be so beautiful, but yet so ugly to somebody else. And then it made me think of, like, people.
0: How, uh, how so?
1: Like, how people can... You can look at somebody and be like, man, like, I see so, so much good in them. And then others can be like, I see nothing good in them. And it's like, wow. Like, I don't know, man. It's just weird. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't really have, like, a conclusion to those thoughts. It's just like, that's just kind of what's been on my mind, dude. Like... What does that mean? Like, what do I do with that? I don't know. Like, it makes me... I guess it makes me think about, like, how do I treat people? Or, like, how do I treat situations? Do I do I look for the good in it? Do I look for the beauty? Or do I just kind of, like, look for, like, how gross it is? Or, like, how, how it sucks? Or, you know? So, yeah. I'd say that's kind of been a couple things that have been on my mind. Um, as far as, like, personally, um, you know, I had my first pretty big day at at the old uh, local bob oh yeah so that was cool man starting to see uh starting to see like how it goes for you know being a server so it's pretty interesting like <laughs> you know i've kind of had like the i've had the 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 rough day and now i've had the good day so now i can now I can kind of see where i'm you know i'm gauged on both ends here <laughs> so that's cool um definitely still an adjustment you know it's it's one of those things where you know, old AJ was very good at, like, he would, he would just kind of fall into life and fall into, like, okay, like, I have to do this thing, so then I did it because I have to, and then it's just, that's just part of my life now, and, like, I don't, I don't think about how that could affect me in any other places, so I just accept it and just go, you know, mm-hmm. um so, like, for example, being there and then, you know, trying to do stuff here still, like, that, that is hard because if if I'm living out of my the old me, like I can tend to just be like, whoop, I go there, I come home and that's it. But like that's not how life is anymore. But I can find myself like kind of naturally living out of that. So trying to be like trying to be more aware, I guess, of like, hey, like you're different now and you have a lot of different things going on in life and like you have to be able to like go from one thing to the other and still have and like, be aware that you don't. You can't just shut off right now. Like you have to, you know. Does that, make, does that make sense? Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's probably like the as far as like life, like for me, that's probably one of my bigger things. Um, besides like the, the the faith stuff I talked about. So, yeah, that's kind of where Matt, I'm at, man. Yeah. I like the.
0: Where do you end up with all the stuff about, I guess, people and sin and people hating people but loving them?
1: It's an odd thought. I don't... Yeah, it's weird. Like, like I guess... <clears throat> like, what's the... What do you do with it? I think... What for, you learn from it, I guess, yeah. You know? That Good question. I think, for me, it, I learn... What I take away from it is, like, look for the beauty in things instead of just getting caught up in, like, the, the ugly... Because, like, everyone is in their own way, you know? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It goes both ways, right? Like, everyone's beauty. Like, you know, it's the cliche saying, like, oh, there's beauty in everything. And, like, there's beauty in everybody. But there's truth in that. But there's also the other side. There is ugly in everybody. And that's that's sin, right? Like, that makes me think of sin. Mm. And so it's like, dude, I think I go through times where I just, I would focus on the ugly way more than the beauty. And so, for me, it's like, what can I take from that? I guess it's to... I need to focus more on the beauty and how I can love people, you know? And it's funny because if you're able to love people radically in the sense of like, hey, like I'm going to choose to view you by your beauty and not your ugly, I can help with the ugly because I can still see you even if you're acting out of your ugly, you know? Hmm. Like I can still see your true value even if you're not acting like it in that moment. Yeah, mean, that's good. So I, yeah, I guess that's something I can, I can, because I can tend to like, I can tend to look the other way and 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 view them in the ugly instead of the beauty. I can the the, the beauty will get lost in it because I'm just viewing them as they are in that moment, you know, mm. which isn't fair. So
0: I think that's pretty common, probably most people. I know mm. I do that at times
1: for sure. Yep, people. So yeah, mm. man, I think that's what I take away from that. But That's a great question, but I don't know. So it's funny because. I think I'm, I'm discovering more and more that when I when I am off my phone and like I'm not just like being blinded by infinite scrolling like I my mind is thinking of like real things and yes and so it's funny because I'm also feel like I have to get back into like a it's almost like I'm almost trying to retrain myself of how to process that too you know
0: uh, yeah the process like having to actually deal with thoughts
1: yes yeah it anyway, makes sense. How are you doing, man? How's how's the journey of life for you? I feel like a lot of times
0: I just talk about the same thing because that's what I wrestle with. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's like I hesitate. I, I don't really know, man. I think that... One of the things I think probably that people that are watching the show that don't know us personally is... I say it all the time and I think it's one of those things that becomes just talk. But... Mm. I'm really fascinated, I'm always thinking, you know, am I living this out? Am I living this out like it's real in everything, you know? Um, and, I, and, and the idea of, of <laughs> it sounds negative, but I'm just struck by like We are so strange as humans, particularly Christians. That's not true. Uh, yeah, I guess it is. Like, the idea that there are people out there that do church, do Christianity... And it's just a weird social club. And like they don't, uh, we've talked about this so many times, but I guess it's because it's, it's real to me. I like, yeah, man, absolutely. It's this, that you can have that, I'm trying to think how to say it. It's almost like the, their version of, of this faith is a version in which whatever is easiest for me to do, I'll do. And that's it. Like Christianity is whatever comes naturally
1: to it's me. An easy way out. Oh
0: like, well, no, it's like, yeah, kind of. It's like whatever comes natural to me is Christianity. So hmm. like when I can think of people, um, and it's just not true. It's just not, that's not true. And I always go, it sounds so negative. I'm always like, man, why do you think people do that? Because I would not choose to be in church and a Christian if it wasn't fully real to me. Because it's just an added stress. That sounds crazy, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: because you're, you're kind of. I feel like if you're in Christianity and for for like, but not for the right reasons, it is a game in a way because well, you're having to like put up like a like you're. Ha- I feel like you have to play the game if you're not really in. You
0: know? Yeah, but I, I don't even think these people are intentionally doing it. I don't think they're mm. playing the game. I think that it just becomes a thing you do. In which case, it becomes this weird expectation. So, like, I think there's people we both know. I know there's a guy I know. Um, you know, married guy. At one point, I would have said he was pretty fired up for his faith and lived it out. And now it's just like faith to him from the outside is just this is what you do. I'm going to do the bare minimum so people leave me alone and I'm going to talk the talk. But, like, your life doesn't show that at all. Then that leads to my own life, typically, where I start thinking, okay, am I content just because I know that it's real? And since I know people play that game Clearly, I'm not playing that game, but I am, you know, in a certain areas of my life in which I'm not being obedient. And I'm not. And I, was, and I talked to you about this in you know, production guy Blake last night. You yeah. know, I'm not going to go all into it because, but, you know, sometimes it's easy to, for me and, and where I'm at, like, man, I've got to start. I got to wait. I kind of woke up. I had a wake up call last night and nothing crazy happened just in prayer and thinking. And God's real. And, He'll wake you up. And it's just this idea sometimes of the areas I haven't been obedient or I haven't been living it out because I use, you know, the ends justify the means is what I said. So, like, Mm -hmm. I know that what I'm trying to do and the end result is good, so it doesn't matter how I get there. It doesn't matter if people get hurt. It doesn't matter if because I know that the end is good. And I had this creepy moment of, like, dude, there's times that I am – I'm saying God wants... God's okay with me doing it this way. And he is it. You know, so for instance, if... Say... I don't know, man. I'm trying to get someone to do their job. Uh, yeah. Right, and... Um, I don't want to... I feel like I should, can't go too much into it. But just this as an example. Say I was like over someone in a job and I wanted them to do their job and I'm really harsh and cold and mean to them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, hey, I'm trying to get them to do their job, and that's the right thing. So it's okay that I do that. Or for me, <clears throat> it's okay that I write this person off and don't have anything to do with them because I know they're not going to actually respond or do the right thing anyway. So it's I'm not sinning against them. I just ignore them and act like they're not there and cut them out of my life. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Which is clearly not of God either. So, I, So it's just interesting... And the people that listen to the show are like, he's still there. Yeah, because this is real to me. And I'm trying to like, sure, man. you, you know, and, and the Holy, off. The Holy yeah. Spirit's real in it. Like that face probably looks so snotty for those on camera. But yeah, so it, it wasn't a bad thing. I'm not sad. I think it's good. I'm very thankful that those moments where it's kind of like you you splash your face with water. And you're like, gosh, darn it, dude. I've got to be better, you know. And Because um, it all started with me driving and asking myself out loud. I was like, what happened to me? Hmm. You know, I, if we, and I think that's the Christian walk. It's like, it's a constant process of recalibrating or yeah, man. straighten yourself back out, you know, because it's so easy for us to fall off the path or to kind of end up in the weeds. And we've got to be, we've got to be diligent and do what God told us to do so that we stay behind Jesus and following him, you know, because even the best of intentions, you know, what's that old saying? Um, the path to hell is paved with good intentions. <sighs> Isn't that crazy that's scary to me no he knows a ble- yeah and i think there's some like truth in in that we do evil sometimes because our intentions are good and you know i think that's going back to the initial point of like a lot of people out there that play the church game and they wonder why their life's miserable and it's like we've talked about this a million times i am i am obsessed with it i can't complain until i have tried what god has told me to do in every aspect of my life to the best of my ability right i'm going to because I think clearly he is merciful and good and he knows that. So like we've talked about this. If a baby's learning to walk, he's not like, you only walk two steps. You're terrible, you garbage. Mm-hmm. You know, he's going to be celebrating those steps. But sometimes we just sit on the ground and we're like, why isn't he celebrating? It's like you haven't even tried to walk. You haven't mm-hmm. even tried. So, um, you know, I just, I got to be, I got to be better and, on that. And then there's also a guy I've got to forgive. And I think I've forgiven him, but he keeps trying to, you know, interact. And I, I'm frustrated with a comment he made a long time ago. You know this. That was a, um. I don't want to say anything more than that. But yeah. Because it was it assaulted someone really close to me. And, you know, it made it seem, I don't know, it just seemed, it was a snotty way to do it. Yeah. And I got to figure out what that looks like, you know. What does it look like for me to... Love this person because I know I'm not right now. I need to do it, and it doesn't mean I have to be best friends. But I have to figure out how to do that. And I think one would be to just make the decision in my heart to do that. And I kind of justified not by saying, "Well, I don't hate. I'm not hating the guy, mm. but I'm also like certainly not loving him,
1: right? You know what I mean? And, Does and that make sense? Yeah, man. And it's interesting because I think like in the instance like when you say like. I'm not hating him, but I'm not loving him. Like, is that one of those moments where? Because I remember one of the biggest things that, that, one of the first things, like, big things that impacted me, like, becoming Christian, was when you were talking about. I think you referenced that Penn and Teller story. Yeah. Talking about the guy who'd bring in the Bible and stuff, and like, how much must the rest of them hate me for not saying anything? Yeah. So, like, do you view it as like in this situation? Is it similar to that? Like,
0: I think I, I think it'd be easier for me to love a non-Christian is because the person is a Christian. And I have a lot, it's hard for, this is so hard to even say. I have a lot more patience for non-Christians. Because I guess I always tell myself that, that they don't know. Yep. Right, which is terrible. But the Bible says that the world will know you by your love for one another. They'll know your mind. Jesus said they will know your mind by your love for one another. Not the world. How you love each other, mm. believers. And so that's convicting. And I think I justify that a lot because I still have a lot of hurts inside of me from how I was treated by Christians, both pre-salvation and after, and during, and now. Right. And Christians are we're mean to each other sometimes, mean. and it's so weird. It's so weird, you know. And I and I add to that, and I don't want to be that guy, you know. I'm adding to that when I when I choose to uh, when I choose to not love the way that I'm supposed to love. And, and I, what I've learned in life, like, if we're really honest, God has equipped us to do the right thing. And when I really that's want right. to, I can do it. <laughs> you know, and then most of the time, we can even say what I we think, want. We're just not trying.
1: Yeah, man, that I agree, dude. And that's probably one of the most frustrating things about life in general <laughs> is, like, it's all a choice. Like, we make the choice to, like, pass over. Like, like we make the choice to, like... Like you said, like not love them the way we know yeah. we should, you know, and like <coughs> that's so frustrating, yeah, and like it just makes me like, I get it, dude, because it just makes me feel crazy sometimes.
0: Yep, yep, and yeah, it, it does. So I, you know, it's it's hard too, though. In order to do that, we have to admit that we're not loving. And so many people, so many of you guys out there, I'm about to offend people. You're just, let's be real, you're just delusional to yourself. Like you're choosing to believe. So like this guy that I we I brought up earlier, that dude just lives in de, in denial. Mm. Like if he really he used to get mad at people for doing the very things he does now. Before he was you know married and all those kinds of things, it's like man. You, and you're miserable and things aren't going well for you, and it's like, well, dude, you you you're you're playing a game and you're not following God. Really, you're not. Mm. Sometimes I'm always afraid that because we talk about grace and God's grace is real, that yeah. we've let people, we've given people an excuse to stay in sin.
1: We've enabled it.
0: Well, we give them an excuse to stay in sin mm. because we tell them that, well, sin co- grace covers everything. So then they're just like, okay, cool. I don't, it doesn't matter what I do. And it's like, well, Paul actually talks about that. <laughs> so do we sin all the more? And the answer, you know, of course not. How can one who has died to sin continue in it? It's powerful.
1: It so, sucks.
0: But even in this conversation, like a lot of times when we're in this conversation, it's like, I don't know, it starts with me and I think, you know, do you start with you? Do mm. you start with you? When you think, I don't know. I don't know if we do a lot of times. That's Because good, that's man. how you change the culture. And everybody, like every Christian, that's why I almost don't want to talk about it because every Christian in the world will agree with what we're saying. There's not a Christian who would say that that's not true. But yet, you know, it's kind of the same thing as when you read the Bible. We always naturally assume we're the ones standing with Jesus, condemning the Pharisees, and the truth is we are the Pharisees. <laughs> like, in the story, like, you're never with Jesus in the story. You're not teaching. You're really being good. taught. Excuse me. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And, like... We are the sinners. We are not... Yes. Like, hey, man, yeah, those stinking sinners. It's like, no, man, like, he's talking to you. He's talking to Todd. Mm-hmm. And I think that, I don't know, man, so... But, you know what? Beauty of it is, is that God does continue to teach us that, and God teaches me and doesn't leave me there. I'm so thankful for the moments that he gently is like, hey, man, you got to wake up right now. You got to, like, see some reality. So, really I don't funny. know. That's probably bored a lot of people. No, man. Uh, I don't flesh, so. <clears throat> like, real, just life. Okay, that is real, but just live stuff. I'm tired all the time. I got to start sleeping. I really do. I know I really do. Um, Because I've recognized that, like, even though I can function, I'm not functioning well (laughs) and and I, I am just sort of treading water and a lot of changes in my life in the last year. You know, this, you guys, and I, I, it's so flipping humbling and angering that I have not been able to do the normal Todd thing where I just put my head down and I just get on that treadmill until I die. Right? Like, And I'm realizing that I just cannot outrun. I can't. I can't just force my
1: way through this. Yeah, you're you're on your knees running
0: right now. Yeah, I gotta. (laughs) I that's actually happened to me before. I gotta. (laughs) I gotta actually do some. I gotta sleep, man. I gotta figure out. I gotta figure out life. (laughs) I gotta rest. I gotta like take. You know. Hmm. Uh, Update on the weight loss thing. So that's going well. Um, Lost. This this is a quick change but I brought it up for you. So that's seven pounds. Thought I lost ten. Put a couple more on. so, still walking every single day. It's awesome, dude. Five hundred calories on top of my workout. So
1: you're a monster, dude.
0: It is and is isn't, man, because you, you when you work that hard, sometimes you're like, I've worked this hard, and I've only lost seven pounds.
1: You know what I mean? You're like, so. dude, you're a warrior, man. I that is one thing that I can say, like, dude, you are, you are a different breed of warrior, man.
0: That's the problem, though. I try to apply that to other areas of life and think, oh, I can just. <laughs> Go forever and say no, man. You can't. Yeah. you can't do it. At least not do it and be loving to people. You know what I mean? Because when I'm on a treadmill, just running down, more, i don't give a crap horse, life.
1: right? Yeah, more horse. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. Yeah, man. Well, I think it's really cool that I um, mean I appreciate you sharing. Like, I don't, I don't care if you think people are like, you're tuning out, man. I always love listening to you speak because even I don't care if it's on the same things, I man. You're right. It's because you know life. And the things that happen to us, and like the things that we think about and process through, like it—it it isn't just a one and done thing, man. Like if you think that's how life is, you're wrong. Like and you're delute, like it's like you said, you're living in a delusion. Like, so I appreciate you speaking into that, dude. And like, I, I don't care if I've listened to it once or three hundred times, dude. It's good. I love it. Well, I, I mean, it's just where, where it, I'm really dude. at. Yeah. Like I'm not. I'm, you- you want me to be real. That's where I'm at. Exactly. And like, I appreciate you doing it, man. So thank you. And it makes me think too. It's real you or it's always not. get me thinking when you speak, dude. So
0: appreciate that. Um, a lot of stuff, man. A lot of other stuff I could talk about, but I'm going to try. I just. Could I? Because if I started talking about church, you know, where we're our church, Mm-hmm. such a weird thing, man. You know, so many people. So easy to get jaded because there's so many people that are hurting that if they would just do what they're supposed to do Hmm. or just talk, even like there's just some, we're, I guess I'll say, we, we all crazy, man. There's just some crazy folks out there. We're all crazy. Yeah. In our own little way.
1: Definitely loony. 100%. All right. Well, moving on. Questions. (laughs)
0: Number one, it's so funny that you chose to answer this question. I did not think you would choose this. Does God love Satan?
1: So, yeah, that is weird. Usually, I would you give these to you. Uh, hey, I like it, man. Weird, lobbed it up for you. I'm gonna try to dunk it. All right, okay. here we go. So, does God love Satan? Um, I believe God does love Satan. Um, you know, he was he was God made made Satan. So I would imagine that He does love him. Um, I would say He is severely. Um, it's kind of like the idea of like how like don't hate the person, hate the sin sort of thing. That's kind of what I think about, but it's on it's a, it's a different scale, though. I just can't think of how to put it.
0: God, is, But, you know, angels are not made in God's image. Oof, that is true. And uh, when God says to love your enemy, he's talking about interpersonal relationships with us as his creation. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would say my thoughts are, I get the heart behind it. Uh, great question. I do not think God loves Satan. And here's the thing, from a human perspective, we want to understand. You got to understand... God, the, the enemy's rejection of God was so blatant and so, yeah. like, he is the antithesis. The end is already done. He would not repent if he could. He is he is literally the embodiment of hate and pride and evil. Mm. He is trying to destroy God's creation, his sons and daughters. God does not love Satan. Uh, and, to, and for us to love Satan is to love the opposite of God, is to hate God. Because mm. think of it this way, if God can't be in relationship with Sin, okay. How could he? How can he do that with Satan? Huh? Because he the about bottom me that. that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you gotta, you know, it, you're viewing Satan. We tend to like view view the enemy I mean, like as a person. He is not a person. He is a created being, but he's not made in God's image. Nowhere are we commanded to love angels. Hmm. Um. It doesn't mean you know. So it's like. From a human perspective, is it, is it worse for a child? You know, a child may walk away from, like a baby may like hit your nose when they're a baby or hit you or cry, right? And you're patient because they don't know and they're learning. But when you're, I don't know, when you're an adult, like you punch me in the face and you right. know, which is worse. If a baby does it or you do it. Me. The enemy was floating above the throne of God, reflecting his light, the highest of all angels, and chose to try to overthrow him. He knew the truth. And fully rejected it. And then decided instead of ever even, there's no desire to come back. There is, I'm going to wage war against, he can't beat the creator, so I'm going to try to destroy his creation. He even says that in Revelation. Hmm. Right? The beast, the dragon, I mean, that knew, knows he, he can't get Jesus, so I'm going to go down here and try to destroy his, his people. So I don't think God loves Satan. Hmm. He can't. How can he love sin? We know what God hates sin,
1: right? Because that's really good, man. Because I didn't even think about it in the like in the idea of like, because for us Jesus bridged that gap and restored relationships. So why like that makes sense to me now. Thank you. And
0: who you know who tempted his creation?
1: Hmm. So yeah, that's that's really that's good my idea. thoughts on it. Huh. Um, and and yeah, because you know. you're right. I think initially I was viewing it from like a oh yeah like he's a person uh huh which a is not true. Enough. You're not made in the image of God.
0: That one's kind of one that I remember when I realized it kind of blew my mind. Like angels that were created, but they're not created in the image of God. We don't see that anymore,
1: right? They're not, huh. yeah. Anyway, yeah, that was awesome, man. Because I was. That's my thoughts. I mean, you, I, I, I think heard. that's great because it makes me think of like, um, that's one of those classic things where it's like, yeah, man, like that—that's a possibility, and it's like, hey. Would God can, forgive
0: can. the devil? I've heard someone say that if he repented, it's like he's never going to. We already know the end of the story. He would never do that. Mm. For God sees everything, Whew. either beginning, the middle, the end. Man, you know, He has opposed Him. He tried to overthrow Him. He, like, and then He tried. He is, yeah, He's the antithesis, the opposite of God, not in power but in desire. Man, you
1: know, hmm. that's really good. Because I'm
0: going to tell you this right now. You guys got to get out of your head that this dualistic idea. That I hate that picture of. God and the... Jesus and the devil arm wrestling. That's not... This is not an equal battlefield. That's not Mm -hmm. where we're at right now. So just something for you guys to keep in mind when you think that. Or, you know, when you... Because that's not true. (laughs) That's good. All right. So moving on, I think you have a question. Yes. And the question, I believe here... uh, We're not going to do the one article, so you're going to do the second one. And that is...
1: I'm a male working in a predominantly female world. I will say I'm pretty good friends with all three of you. Who are you? Now my question is: It sinful for me to feel uncomfortable to have a female leader in my life and my job? Oftentimes, when there is a strong female personality who is a leader, she and I butt heads, and the relationship does not last long. I don't disobey, but I'm uncomfortable with having a female boss. Is that sinful?
0: It's not sinful to be uncomfortable with something. I think it's if you're if you're if you're disrespecting them because of their they're a woman and not your boss, then that would be sinful. It like makes sense. Meaning being rude or, <clears throat> you you know, you can't necessarily, uh, you can't control how you feel. So being uncomfortable having a female boss is not a sin in and of itself. You got to ask yourself why it's so uncomfortable. I, I mean, to a degree, I get it in culture. I understand, um mm. you know, and depends on what your field is too, right? It'd be no offense. I've said if I was in the NFL and had a female NFL coach, it'd be a little difficult for me to, Right to,
1: to 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 follow that. Yeah, I mean not
0: in in my flesh because you probably don't really know, but I mean in other areas, um, it's easy. They're your boss, and one thing I've always said is like, if someone's your boss, great, it makes your life easier. They they're the ones that have to deal with <clears throat> the the weight and all that. Mm. I would say that if it's because they disrespect you and stuff, you know. Yeah, it makes sense. Different but, story, right? But regardless, we're to love people and you know respect those in authority over you to, to some degree, assuming they're mm-hmm. not sinning. So it's not a sin to be uncomfortable. It, it could be a sin on it, how you act out of that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. You didn't really say that. Just And maybe they're threatened by you just being a strong male. That can happen too sometimes in our sure. Yeah, so could I, I would have to know more. But in and of itself, being uncomfortable with it, no, that's not a sin. You should explore maybe why you feel uncomfortable with it.
1: That's good. I like that.
0: <laughs> anyway, that's my thoughts.
1: Yeah. Um I don't I, I agree man. I think that Oops. you got to, you know, go deeper into the discomfort. <coughs> there you go. Great question though. And I oh, I, mean, yeah. I I
0: empathize to a degree. I mean, you can feel uncomfortable It could be there's women uncomfortable with men because but, um for maybe something that happened in their past, but it's not seem mm. to feel that way. Nope. <laughs> uh I would just uh great right, my question is more of a comment here from an old traders friend. <laughs> Whoa, I would just like to clear the air on something. While yes, I may be a monster, would a true monster really help decorate for Valentine's Day and single-handedly decorate for the 150th episode? This emoji, where the hand's up, shrug. I think not. <laughs> Love you, fellas. Signed, PGB, mm. which is Production Guy Blake.
2: First of all, you did not single-handedly decorate for 150. You did have a large part in it, but it wasn't just you. Oh so, boy! Yeah, he seemed ha. very confident. It was only him. We Uh-oh. we get a ha ha ha. we get
0: a truth test on this. You want to text production guy Blake? I got you. Say Fun Turn says you did not do it alone. Is who is who is telling the truth?
2: He did not. I oh, supplied this is, this is the hot sauce. Saying. I set up the table. The chicken. Granted, the chicken and the candles was not always the greatest idea, but That's it hilarious. still looks
0: cool. <clears throat> okay, so I think I already found our hole here. He is saying he decorated and I helped set the show up. You know exactly. <laughs> Production guy, we love you too, man. We appreciate you. You're not a monster. You're just a traitor. I'm just kidding. We <laughs> <kidding. laughs> love you, man. We do miss that guy. Someday if we ever go live again, maybe he'll come back.
1: He's he's the man behind
0: the camera on the lives. He's By the, the way, man. guys, if I am I'm sorry if my volume is back and forth, up and down. La- I'm trying to still figure out with this new setup where the line is of how far back I can sit, and this I would get be comfortable. It. So yes. I'm going to just say the rest of the time, if it's quiet, at least I'll know. But I have it angled at my mouth, <coughs> and I was told that if it's, sh- if it's aimed at my mouth, it should pick it up.
1: Yeah, it should be. So there we go. I don't need to do this, even though I want to. I should just be right I ready. get it. I'm the same way. I find myself like, really like wanting to eat the mic. All right. Question has been sent. All right. <laughs> uh, I think moving forward, we have real news, real views, real news, real views for you. Here's some news.
0: Before we get on to it, uh, a lot of people aren't aware of this of how close we are to a very serious, you know, without being dramatic, World War Three here, and that's a real thing.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, if is. you guys haven't heard,
0: <laughs> <it's all behind laughs> uh, you know, there's there's some strong words being said and saber rattling between. The U.S. And, and Russia over Ukraine, um, you know, it's funny that we're like this connected world, but a lot of people don't know what's going on. Uh, and I just saw yesterday, today actually, that the U.S. is saying that that we, our government is saying that we are taking Russia's latest actions as an invasion of Ukraine, and so we've imposed strong sanctions on them. Typically, sh- sanctions are uh, economic sanctions, like trade stuff, mm. but it's still a serious step.
1: Yeah, so, man. I mean, we're right, oh, right on the
0: doorstep, and, and I'm telling you, you know, we definitely pray for that, pray for peace, because we certainly don't want that.
1: Oh, man. it's a. You know what's so crazy to me? Like when we talk about this and it's actually like a legitimate real sense, mm. is I remember growing up every once in a while people bringing up the idea of like a World War Three and how people like some people like yeah I man it'll never happen and some people like oh we'll see we'll I, see. I don't know
0: what the people that say it would never happen I don't understand why they would think that
1: yeah. entirely feasible we're dealing with humans <laughs> <laughs> and like I just remember how like I just remember how significant World War Three was to anybody you talk to like they're like World War 3 is going to be like crazy if and when it
2: happens. What they say is they're like said now I it feels like know. it's here
1: and it's terrifying.
2: The uh saying is is uh I don't know what will happen in World War 3, but I know World War 4 will be fought with sticks and stones. Mhm. So
0: yeah. Strange times. Just figured that, let you guys know in case you didn't know. Some people probably got really anxious all of a sudden, but it's still
1: <laughs> God's in control. Clean to that. Amen, dude. All right, man. Do you want to, what do
0: you want to talk about here? You- hmm.
1: I would say we yeah. go with. You
0: guys, also, if I come off kind of jerky, it, it really, I'm not mean to be. It goes back to the fact that I'm incredibly tired all the time. I'm telling you, that's what I mean by I've got to start sleeping because it's affecting my ability to be myself.
1: So, love all of you. <laughs> Um, we could go into this one because we were kind of talking. I mean, it's kind of similar, yeah. I mean,
0: I you know what's going to happen. I know we definitely are going to be either banned <laughs> or they, you know, no one's going to see this, or, but I mean, I'm down to do it. It is, re, it is actual real news,
1: right? So, that was that was my thought. Lead on, player. Play All right, man. Playa. This, this is from ChristianPost.com. The headline here is. Uh, and this is a quote, bigger crime than Watergate. Trump issues statement on Durham report on Clinton campaign spying.
0: If you don't know who Durham is, <clears throat> Durham is a special investigator that was actually set up before by President Trump to investigate um, the whole Russiagate scandal before everything went down. And because he is, it's a long crazy story, he is not, he's kind of outside, he has authority outside of a lot of, there's not a lot of people can do right now to stop him from finishing his investigation
1: shadow assassin <laughs>
0: <laughs> so um that's just setting up who john durham is he He's is a, a uh, special counsel mm-hmm. who's investigating and some stuff came out that's and then we'll let aj kind of take it from here
1: yeah man so
0: he has i guess i'll say this much and set you up so he has a, he had a court filing last week actually where he the provides quote from the court, indisputable evidence end quote that uh Hillary Clinton's 2016 presidential campaign spied on his campaign and presidency to, quote, develop a completely fabricated connection to Russia, end quote, which is, quote, bigger scandal than Watergate. Uh, The statement comes after Durham's team alleged that a Democrat-aligned tech executive was paid to spy on Trump's residences and the White House after he became president.
1: Which is unbelievable. I mean, that's just, think about what he just said. That's, I mean, it's treason. If it had,
0: it would have been, this is unprecedented. A mm-hmm. sitting president was spied upon
1: by this his own what people. What Durham is saying, yeah, by yeah, by his own people.
0: Well, by yeah, by Americans. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's <clears> terrifying. So, um, pretty crazy. And that's actually what they end up saying. Even in the next little line here is, is in a stronger period of time in our country, this crime would have been punishable by death. <laughs>
0: that's that's <laughs> high treason. So, so according to the filing lawyers for the Clinton campaign. And this is Durham. I mean, this this was filed in court. So this is like, he has evidence. Um, according to the filing of lawyer, lawyers for the Clinton campaign, allegedly paid the tech executive to infiltrate servers that belonged to the Trump Tower and the White House to establish, quote, an inference, meaning to, to essentially imply and create a narrative to tie Trump with the Russian government. Mm. Uh, Sussman... Quote, assembled and conveyed the allegations to the FBI on behalf of at least two specific clients, including one, a technology executive, techie executive once at a U.S.-based internet company, and two, the Clinton campaign, the following reads. Uh, Sussmans, who is the, was the lawyer for the, one of the lawyers for the Clinton campaign, uh, his billing records reflect that he repeatedly billed the Clinton campaign for his work on the Russian bank all- one allegations, and that the technology executive met and communicated with Mark Elias, the lawyer and operative who has filed numerous election-related lawsuits on behalf of the Democrats, said the Times. Um, so this all comes with you remember when the allegations against Trump, which yep. was made up. I mean that's a fact. It was made up.
1: Mm-hmm. And dude, I think what's crazy, it's, it, it is wild, man. Oh yeah, and like to me, what's I think what blows my mind here is that it's interesting, real quick too, to, to okay, go with go this. That
0: Durham also said to finish this that quote: "There are no support for the allegations that Trump ever worked with with, with That's not true. So which. So, on top of that not being true, now we he has found evidence he says that um, directly ties the Clinton campaign with spying on uh, another candidate and then the sitting president of the United States
1: yep, so anyway, go ahead to I'm me so sorry. oh it 's okay and to me dude it's just crazy that <laughs> when you're doing these kind of things isn 't it funny how one of the key components to these is there's always a guy like oh yep. There was bank statements. <laughs> we pay these people to do this stuff. Like, how do you like? They think they're above it, man. Yeah, they man. Think like, that you're above. So... Like,
0: who's gonna who's gonna investigate them? Mm-hmm. Most of the time, that's like, true, this man. Guy, you know? So it can just be in broad daylight. That's what it seems like. I mean, that here's a receipt. lot of the stuff we're kind we're kind of learning right about our government. Sometimes it's just I mean, nuts. any government, really. But
1: I and, uh, to defend. Like to this is as far as the the article goes, but um. Talks about another way they put this was that there's definitive evidence that the Clinton campaign put together a criminal enterprise to fabricate a connection between President Trump and Russia. <laughs> um, yeah, that's unbelievable. Yeah, man, it wouldn't those, matter who
0: the president was. This would be. yes you know, it's not a part. It's not a party thing.
1: It's, it's exactly. It's not a part of who who was in office at the time. It's the fact that, like, this is this was a. I mean, a legitimate. Like, you know, not coup. I don't think, but I mean, it was a legitimate. Like, they were trying to f- set this guy up, and it comes from people inside our own country who have power. That's terrifying. You know, mm. I don't know, man. It's strange. It's it's kind of like what you said before, even about the World War III thing, man. Like, there's just it's strange times, man, and, and things are happening, and it's like, I think people, like people, need to know this stuff. You know, you're right. Whether they want to accept it or not, they need to know that this is a reality, and it's not just like a game.
0: Reality is a reality. You're absolutely correct.
1: So I don't know, man. It's creepy, and like, you know, I don't know about you guys, but it definitely makes me think about like the legitimacy of so many things. You know that have just become that I was either told or normal. Uh-huh. You know, growing yeah. up. Yeah. Or
0: well, you're told not to pay attention or really question it. Right? It's true, man. And social media. Since you brought that up. It's funny that people know more about Kanye West than about the fact that we're on World War III or uh, possible—I mean, at the doorstep and or things happening in our own government.
2: Yep. Like corruption, you know? so It's, it's crazy. Yeah. I remember that in high school. That was a subtle <clears throat> thing that started happening in high school. People, there was only like a... I can name probably about a handful of people. I, actually, one hand. I can count on a one hand mm. of people who actually wanted to talk about politics and actually were in the current know-how. Even in classes where we were supposed to be researching and having articles and things like that for socratic seminars or uh well for history it wasn't called a socratic seminar that was more of an english thing but for history like we would have discussions or mock congresses or things like that we were supposed to be up on current events and there was maybe in my government class maybe two people my senior year and then even history classes before that there was probably again five people throughout all of high school that I was like, these people actually want to be up to date on current events, yeah. and otherwise we're just told that we're crazy people, or we're too obsessed, or we're people, too negative. People can't handle it, man. <laughs> hmm. It's like you said, like people just get anxious and they like, don't want to
1: think about it, and would rather, you know, just kind of. It's the it's the dog meme.
2: <laughs>
1: with yeah, the, with, it's the true. F- with the fire behind, it, I'm like, this is fine. <laughs> <It's> true, <man. laughs> so I don't know, man. Just crazy stuff, so. But you're right. We'll probably get a we'll get some flack for this one. Oh yeah. Could... <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know which one to pick after that one. As far as where to go, uh, next. I think the translation
0: one's interesting. Definitely. Um, uh, so <clears throat> I know some people in our church use this, and, and we're not. Just think it's interesting. So Bible Gateway, which is a website that a lot of a lot of believers use, it has all the versions of like a lot of versions of the Bible on it. Um, and that, you know, you can use it to look up online. I think Pretty they cool. Have an, they have an app. I think you so. You the app? No, do. I got the U version. So, Bible Gateway um, <clears throat> has recently removed the Passion Translation from their website. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Passion Translation, also known as the TPT, was, quote, designed by its translators to, quote, recapture the emotion of God's Word, end quote. Mm. And it was removed. Um, it was first released in 2017. The Passion Translation includes additions that do not appear in the source m- manuscripts, phrases meant to draw God's quote tone and quote quote, heart in each message. Mm. Translator Brian Simmons, a former missionary linguist and a pastor who now leads Passion and Fire Ministry, sees his work in Bible translation as part of a divine calling on his life to bring a word, the word, to the nations. His translation has been endorsed by a range of apostolic charismatic Christians, including. These are churches. The Calls, Lou Engle, Bethel's Bill Johnson, and Hillsong's Bobby Houston. Hmm. TPT's publisher, Broad Street Publishing Group, confirmed that the Bible Gateway, quote, made the disappointing decision to discontinue their license for the Passion Translation as of January 2022. Simmons and his publisher described the TPT as a translation instead of... Oops, wrong page. I need to go to seven. Oopsie. I jumped. It sounded like it fit right there anyway. It did, actually. It uh, so as sweet. of January 2022, while no explanation was given... This is their quote. Broad Street Publishing accepts that Bible Gateway has the right to make decisions as they see fit with the platforms they manage. And Bible Gateway's parent company, HarperCollins Christian Publishing, told Christian Times, We periodically review our content, making changes as necessary to align with our business goals. They declined to further comment details about the reason for the decision. TPT remains available on new version of Logos Bible software. Those are all, I knew those were owned by the same company. Screenshots from Simmons social media showed he initially responded to the passion Translation's removal from Bible Gateway by saying, quote... Cancel culture is alive in the church world, end quote, and asking followers to request the site restore the version. That February 2nd post no longer appears on his Facebook page.
1: Interesting, right?
0: Uh, Simmons, the translator, argues that TBT's editions and context, quote, expand the essential meaning of the original language by highlighting the essence of God's original message. Hmm. With the Passion Translation, this is his quote, we have a high goal to being accurate to the text, but accuracy involves the heart behind it, Simmons said in an interview last month. We're trying to discover, communicate, and release God's word through... I'm sorry, release God's heart through the words we choose. Hmm. Um, Simmons and his publisher described the TBT as a translation instead of a paraphrase because Simmons and his partners worked to develop the text from Greek, Hebrew, and Aramaic manuscripts rather than taking an existing English translation and putting it in his own words. Simmons has repeatedly defended the translation label, saying that all Bible translations involve some paraphrase, and he puts the TBT in the same category as thought-for-thought translations like the New International Version. But other side of it bible scholars including those who translated the niv use a more rigorous standard a new version must adhere to the wording syntax and structure of its source and critics of the passion translation say it doesn't meet those standards and functions as a paraphrase while presenting itself as a translation excuse me uh andrew wilson who is a reformed charismatic who pastors at king's church london and is a columnist for christian times or whatever says quote i think that's a good thing There are just too many additions to the text that have no basis in the original, Mm. which is fine, sort of, if it's self-consciously a paraphrase, but not if people think it's a translation. Uh, He first raised his concerns in a 2016 blog post about the Passion Translation and continues to get asked about the version from fellow Charismatics. He wrote that he doesn't recommend it, objects to the publisher's advice to use it from the pulpit, and urges leaders to clarify that it's not a translation. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, certain passages in the Passion Translation are twice as long as in other translate um, translations, such as the NIV. The Lord's Prayer in Luke 11, for example, is printed and read as Jesus' words and reads, and it gives the, the whole thing. Um, but a 2000 review in the Gospel Coalition journal, uh, Femilios Critique Simmons Translation Process, specifically his overuse of, quote, double translation, which means hmm. he was bringing in multiple meanings of a word, even if it wasn't clear that wordplay was intended. <sighs> it was written by a scholar in the NIV Committee on Bible Translation who worried that Simmons' own theology and favorite themes were driving his word choice. That's interesting. Isn't it? Yeah, it's, it can be a little so concerning. Mike Winger, a Calvary Chapel trained pastor who teaches through his online ministry, Bible Thinker has drawn in over 1 million YouTube views with a series examining the Passion Translation. The Bible Gateway removed the Passion Translation reviewing the work in more detail, is a signal, he said, BibleGate removing them, Mm -hmm. is a signal to everyone that the work may have issues. He said, when you add that to the growing number of scholars, pastors, and laymen who are raising the red flag about the Passion Translation, you have a loud and simple message. The Passion Translation has enough issues that it's best to avoid it. Mm. Um, And then he goes on to uh, he recruited many evangelical scholars, including Daryl Brock, Nije Gupta, Douglas Mu, and Craig Bloomberg to critique certain passages. Mm -hmm. uh gupta repeated some of his reservations to christian times saying that if the passion translation were to appear on a site alongside established translations it should have a warning label one of these is not like the other non-academics should know that the passion translation does not have the backing of accredited seminaries and linguistic organizations experienced in translating work
1: dang
0: He called out Simmons. Wiener called out Simmons for bringing in large amounts of material that really have no presence in the Greek or Hebrew. And the words he's adding are particular words that are part of a hyper-charismatic signs and wonders movement, words that are about imparting and triggering and unleashing and releasing. Um, So, uh, man... Mark Ward, editor of Bible Study Magazine, fears a trend of subsets of the church creating Bible translations of and for their own. That isn't creepy. In his book <laughs> Authorized, the Use and Misuse of the King James Bible, he urges against letting translations becoming tribal boundary markers. That's very interesting. As Paul said of himself and Peter and Apollos, all are yours. I hate seeing the Bible caught in tr- Christian tugs of war, he told Christian Times. The reason Luther and Tyndale translated alone is that Nusus stood ready nearby. That's no longer our problem, meaning they were being about to be killed. I think the best way to promote each other's trust in our good Bible translation is to use and expect multi-denominational committee-based works. Um, so, however, there is a long history of single-author Bible translations. The number of Bible resources is growing. You have digital platforms like Bible Gateway, Version, and Logos. Um. Peter Gurry, the New Testament professor at Phoenix University, said it's not surprising that any new Bible project would want to position itself as both trustworthy and better than what's available already. (laughs) For Christians cracking open or tapping over to new translations, he suggests they consider the audience of a new resource, look for consistency within its own principles, and see how it lines up with the versions they already know. Mm. Quote, for readers who don't know the original language... which is, of course, most of them, you can start to form a judgment of a new translation by comparing it with those other translations that have gained a trust readership over the years. He said, In the case of evangelicals, this means something like KGV, NIV, ESV, NASB. Christians who care about reading reliable and accurate biblical texts have been wary and sometimes critical of paraphrases. Even the message among the top 10 best-selling Bible versions in the world has often got deemed over the years by pastors and scholars alike for what it adds, misses, or rewords. But its author, Eugene Peterson, was clear that he was putting the Bible into his own voice, describing the project as a paraphrase, not a translation. He even mm-hmm. said he felt uneasy about its use in worship and personally still preferred the originals in his devotions. Mm. Um, man, that's pretty interesting. It is. However, the message is available on Bible Gateway. Yes. So I can kind of understand. you know, But I think at least maybe that's because he's calling it a translation. Well, I would imagine so. Because he's down. not
1: going, this is a translation.
0: You know. Um, I guess I'll, I'm sorry guys to read all this, but I think it's important to it a lot of people. Um, he said, <clears throat> once you know God's word through a tra- standard translation, this is Ward, another pra- I love how paraphrases can yank you out of your Bible reading, write and provide fresh insight into scripture. Single author translation is likewise. The one thing I've liked the most about the passion translation were those moments where I felt like I got to read a familiar phrase again for the first time because Simmons just put it a little differently. For dedicated The Passion Translation readers, the new phrasing, the emotive power of the text are major draws. Mm -hmm. On Instagram, Jen Johnson, known for her Bethel music hits like Goodness of God, regularly posts pictures of her daily reading from the Passion Translation, with whole passages underlined in phrases like, I spoke in faith, and no wonder we never give up, circled in pen. Bill Johnson of Bethel Church still uses the New American Standard Bible in most of his writing and preaching due to familiarity. He said in a clip from last year's titled, Is the Passion Translation heresy? He uses the Passion Translation for devotional reading, as he did with paraphrases before it. He believes they are particularly helpful for new believers too. And Bethel sells a branded TPT in its bookstore. Hmm. For inspiration, I love the Passion Translation, Johnson said. Every time he, Simmons, deviates from what could be a traditional approach to a verse, he explains it so powerfully that even if you don't agree with him, you at least understand where he's coming from. Simmons is deliberate about making the Passion Translation passionate and readable. In a promotional video, he calls it, quote, a dynamic new version of the Bible that's easy to read, unlocking the mystery of God's heart, the passions he has for you, deep emotions that will evoke an overwhelming response of love as he unfolds the scriptures, unfolds the scripture for your eyes. He describes how he's, quote, uncovered what he sees as, quote, the love language of God that's been missing for many translations. God's love language is not hidden or missing, Wilson wrote as part of a critique. It's in plain sight in the many excellent translations we have available. So, he goes on to talk about, Simmons' uh, past as missionary and how he planted a church and Bible Mm -hmm. teaching. Um, mm. He's used to, it says Simmons is used to facing questions about his credentials. Mm. Uh, He gets asked a lot, do you feel qualified? I say, who in the world is? My qualifications are that I was told to do this from the Lord. Whatever he tells you to do, you will meet the need you had to finish it. I agree with that in principle. Yes. Um, That... Comment. So while Simmons serves as lead translator, the Passion Translations lists seven scholars who oversee and review his work. They're currently working on the remaining books of the Old Testament and move forward with plans to release a full Bible edition around 2027. Mm-hmm. So he says, We believe the Passion Translation will become one of the most widely read and beloved translations in the market for years to come. Um, Neither Bible Gaming nor You Version offered figures on its popularity. Five years into publication, the Passion Translation does not currently rank among the top 25 best selling Bibles in print.
1: Wow. So So
0: anyway, there you go. If you're reading that, uh, just interesting for you to know. Um, I guess if you want to know my thoughts real quick, you've already heard me talk a bunch. Uh, I do think that I'm a little leery of it. I think it's very beautifully written. I know some people very close to me that use that. I think it's great to use if you're going to compare it with another, um, you know, trusted um, Bible translation. So personally, I use the ESV or the... uh, HCSB, which has become the CSB, uh, they're they're a little kind of in between thought for thought. Uh, I mean, word for word. They're closer to word for word yeah. Than thought for thought, but they put it in a more readable way. Mm-hmm. So um, does that mean I think it's evil or wrong or that people should be even making this a big deal? Not necessarily, but again, I'm not familiar enough to know whether he... The, the most concerning thing to me is putting in a theology that you wanted to say, if that's true.
1: Yeah, there were some good points made about how like... If everyone could just start making their own Bible, like, and how, like, that how dangerous that can be. So, that was interesting to me. And just, I also, the only thing that just kind of worried me was, like, why there was such a refusal to want to not say it's a direct translation. Like, why is that?
0: Probably because he knows that's gonna, I don't know, gonna affect whether people like want it. it. I got you. So, you know, I'm not necessarily, guys, I'm being real with you. Those that watch and want to know our opinion, I'm not familiar enough with it to even give my thoughts on it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I share my concerns. I actually agree with the guy when he said, hey, I'm going to do a guy. I can't say whether God told him to do it or not. I know that God's never going to tell you to do something that contradicts his word. Mm. Um, I'll tell you this. I don't think these scholars are making up their concerns. Like, why would they do that? Right. Um, So I I, I take that seriously. Um, But again, you know, if it's part of your devotion and you're especially and you have another verse, version to look at right you know absolutely go for that yeah man it's no different than the message but i i've always been a fan of and a believer in if you're going to use like a, a more loose translation that you should also study and compare it with
1: a more you know word for word right i guess i guess it intrigues me that like like the message for example like they say like that's a top 10 selling bible Wow. Oh, yeah so like it makes me wonder like if he's worried, like you mentioned like selling it right. Yeah. Like so I, don't I go know how that works. Right. So I go, yeah. I wonder I wonder if that's why that's why it makes me wonder if there is like like why there is cause of leariness. Cause it's like, well, you got, you know, you got the guy who who did the message and he said, Well, yeah, it is definitely not a translation. This is like a thought, like this. Yeah, he is, said that. That is
0: true. Good mm-hmm. point
1: that he actually said. He did. He said that. And yeah, it's a top ten selling Bible. Kind of respect that that he was willing to say that, right? And he even said, "I would not use this for worship." But now let's let's
0: be arguing for Simmons here. The, mm-hmm. He, I guess, the difference is he calls it that. But it is interesting that Bible Gateway kept the message on there. Mm-hmm. I, uh, they I took have... his down, but kept the message on there. Mm-hmm. But I think, but we got to remember, it's not just the fact that it's a, um what is it, paraphrase. It's the fact that they're saying that that they've put theology into it mm-hmm. and shaped it a little bit. Yep, because I, I think that's a more serious charge, right?
1: Definitely, yeah. Because that can change things, you know. Yeah. And I know, like they even like. I don't think it's a crazy example, but like the the little uh, section they used in the article, like where they showed it was like a, no, which one was it? It was it was when they were talking about like they used, like the pat like the the verse with Jesus talking about the Lord's prayer, and I I don't think there was anything in there that was like bad but like I can see why definitely added some some phrasing exactly and so for me it seems like when people are talking about translating the bible and and putting it into different versions like and you've explained it before of how like some people it's like like you say like the ESV is more like a like it's like a direct word for word translation like they're yeah. taking it and putting it as close to word for word as possible. Well, it's
0: not all. I mean, it is on that side of it. Yeah, there's right. more that
1: are very like the NSV is pretty much boom boom boom. boom. go on, sorry. And so, it's definitely more on that side. With that, like, and they say that's like a word for word translation. Like, I guess, how can he take his work that he knows he's clearly putting. He's adding more to it from the original text, like how can that be considered a, like a more of like a direct translation? you know it's just odd well I think that's his point. I think he's saying well i'm not I'm trying to
0: emote the heart of it so yeah. that you know and I agree with you, but i mm-hmm. think I think that's what he would say. I will tell you this, is it worth arguing and tearing each other apart about no mm-hmm. um especially is it worth is this something important enough to have discussions about because especially if the charges of like certain theological Pushes being in there, yeah, I think so. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Um, You know, it's funny. Bible translations are always something that non-believers and even Christians can mess with because, like, oh, see, it's people messing with it. It's like you know, God's going to take care of His Word, and Mm -hmm. this might be God doing it,
2: saying, "I want to make sure
0: my Word is," you know. So, um, don't don't get too caught up in that. There is no ancient book that more closely matches the ancient manuscripts match what we have today Mm -hmm. than the Bible. That's a fact. Ninety nine point something percent. The same crazy. as the earliest version. They did, it didn't change over time is the point. So nuts, it's pretty dude. crazy. Next closest is like
1: 12 or something nuts like that. Four, yeah, it's, it's not even close. So God's real. Do you, do you think that his... Uh, the I, I thought it was interesting, the quote of him like talking about cancel culture. Do you think that was a valid thing or no?
0: I can see where he's coming from in his mind. Um, but I mean, I don't think it's the same thing. <laughs> It's typically, cancer culture would be the other way around. You're being too strict or being too, uh, you know... I guess that is kind of... Weird. So I, I think he deleted it. Why do you delete it?
1: That's what you, think, <laughs> you, you know? right? That's the thing, so... Yeah, I thought, I thought that was interesting. I actually felt kind of culture. bad
0: reading that because sometimes I'm like, man, if someone deletes it, should we still be reading it? Like, why do we do that? You know, mm. they try to take it back and we, like, throw it in their face. Makes you paranoid to ever write anything. Mm. So...
2: That's how yeah. a lot of people have been gotten by the cancel culture over the years. They'll delete something because they're like, "Ah, oh, that was not my smartest. Uh-huh. That, that was a little bit stupid, but somebody has something saved or taken a picture of it. Next thing you know, it's over, mm-hmm. for them at least. Yeah. yeah, man. Anyway, interesting stuff. So
0: uh, let us know. What are your thoughts? Those of you that use the past translation, tell us what you love about it. Tell us what you like about it. Um, tell us how you heard about it. I'm really curious how some of you heard about it because I had never heard about it until some of my f- close friends Me were either. using it. Yep, like I hadn't, I hadn't seen an ad or anything. So, would love to know how you guys have heard about it in the past. Uh, those of you that have been using it for a while, you know who you are. I know who you are. So, uh, let us know. Because I, I will say this: I've read a few of her, it's beautifully written. Yeah. Like as far as you know, wordplay and it's 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 almost poetic, passionate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well played. All right, so that's it. I don't have anything else today, do you? I don't think so, man. Awesome. That was really it. We love you guys. Great show today. Good job today, man. You too, man. I had a fun Good time. Good job, fun turn. A little more silent today, but that's because me didn't get a chance, so I'm sorry. <laughs> what do you got? Anything to say, my friend?
1: Um, Yes. Thank you guys so much for watching. Um, just got to kind of go through my my business side here. Um, if you are watching from Facebook, please like, share, and comment on this thing, and uh, we'll see how, how well it goes. <laughs> um, if you're watching from YouTube, please like, the video, share the video from there. You share the YouTube link, why not? And if uh, you haven't already, hit the subscribe button on our channel and click the notification bell so you can get notified when we post and you can be with some of the first people to watch it. Bam. Um, we are available on Rumble. You can watch us uh, via Rumble. Uh, go ahead and give us a Rumble if you are. Um, we're probably gonna we're probably gonna be on the new social media platform too that just came out. Yesterday. Yeah, man. Um, Turn that social
0: that, that, that just dropped? Just yesterday. Oh. oh. Maybe the day before I went live, but yeah, it's it's on
1: right now. Dang, dude. I got to hop on that. That's right, man. So yeah. hey, coming soon to a platform near near you, True Social. I wonder if that'll get us banned.
2: That would be the one thing. It You're wasn't right. anything else. It was just that one thing. Yeah. But yeah,
1: love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Awesome. Fun turn anything.
2: All right, all right, all right. You know the Matthew spiel. McConnell. You. You're right up here. We're gonna just talk about sharing, and then uh, go ahead and share the podcast. If you listen on that, go ahead and share that everywhere. Let people see what you're watching, and then they'll come over, and then they'll see it too. But if you're if you're on something that uh, allows you to do a review, drop a review. Give us a five star review. You don't have to, uh, and, and leave us something written down there. You don't have to write anything crazy. Like I mean, you can if you want. If you want to tell us how we've touched our hearts, we greatly appreciate it. We see them. They warm our hearts. They make us very very happy. But if you want to write about your favorite college football team or your favorite type of sandwich or your favorite TV dinner or your favorite football gear that you had when you were in middle school, I don't know, whatever, whatever, what do you want to write about? You could just drop that down there as well. Uh, and if you you didn't like the show, we, we ask you to just move on down the line and uh, we were happy to have you while you were here, but we ask you not to leave a review because that doesn't help us out on the business the side, and we were happy to see here. If you want to have a discussion, drop your questions down in our link. That will be in the description, um, and we will and be more than happy to have a discussion. If you're just going to fight to fight to to not have a conversation at all, we ask you to have a great day and uh, hope you have an amazing life and see you later. But uh, yeah, that's all I got.
0: Hi. Hey, I got nothing to add to that. Thank you guys so much. If you want to partner partner with us financially, it's com- it's a tax deductible. <laughs> completely tax deductible uh goes directly into the show you can go to www.theremnant.life slash real dash talk that's r-e-a-l we could really use your help we don't sell a bunch of stuff so we could use your help other than that we hope you have a great day and god bless you <laughs>